Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert. On this channel, we talk Kanye West and Ye has continued to spend the weekend uh, posting on Instagram. You can see it currently has 88 posts up, which might be a record for the last couple of years. Uh, we covered a lot of the posts leading up to Saturday, uh, but he posted a ton on Saturday. He posted a ton today. It's currently uh, about 1 a.m. Monday. So we're going to cover the weekend posts and I'm going to split it up into two videos, but it's going to cover a lot of Adidas and Gap stuff, mostly Adidas. So we'll dive right into it. A little bit of catch up. Uh, the previous videos he was going after Gap, Adidas, and where his kids are going to school. And it seemed like the conversation about where his kids are going to school has been handled, or at least for the weekend, it's been handled. And he has uh, shifted gears to just focusing mostly on the business stuff. So we're returning to Ye Archives here. Uh, we used them in the previous video. They archive all of Ye's Instagram posts. So sometimes, even though there's 88 posts up, Ye will still kind of remove posts here and there. So we're just making sure we don't miss anything by using Ye Archives here so we scroll down and we had previously left off uh in this area right here with yay really going at daniel cherry mad uh because it seems like daniel cherry is this guy that has a huge marketing background and came into adidas and has been the one to kind of uh from my understanding take the yeezy brand away from yay and start making it its own thing at adidas with adidas putting out shoes and colorways that yay had no say in i think re-releasing shoes that yay didn't want re-released so yay's particularly mad at daniel here um so we left off with this post right here and now we resume uh with this post f of vc now what uh vc venture capitalists right people that put money into things and fund things and usually have like a pretty big say in terms of the business world that a lot of regular people uh, don't maybe have insight into the ways in which a VC can impact companies and the direction of a company. But he says, venture capitalists whose only adventure is capitalism can't create, so they try to outcount the creatives. Die slow. <laughs> so Ye is really mad about this. And that is something that gets brought up a lot, especially in creative industries, like in literature, in film, you have a lot of people that run the businesses that don't necessarily care about the arts. They only care about, is it going to make the most amount of money possible? <laughs> and you see that with some of the books that are published. You see that with a lot of the movies that are made. Uh, and there's always that kind of war between an artist fulfilling their vision versus the business people determining uh, the limitations on that vision. So here, Ye is kind of pointing out this battle between like you have capitalists that only do capitalism and they have all this control over the creatives and they try to kind of control what creatives do and the power and the voice of creatives. And that can be very limiting. And we'll see how Ye ends up going after this 
the board of Adidas here, who are all kind of these wealthy venture capitalist type people that might not necessarily be creative <laughs> and uh yay feeling that same kind of gatekeeping that he felt uh leading up to Jesus when he was trying to get into fashion and all of these big names in fashion were kind of keeping him at bay because he just wasn't from that world right oh not only are you a musician musician you're a black man the fashion world had been incredibly racist for a long time still probably today but walls are starting to come down uh but yay was really upset about the way in which these people were gatekeeping him then and as he's ascended to higher levels and had more success he's now running into these same gatekeepers that are trying to determine not only what he does but what all of us do it's the same thing i've written two novels that have been published through just a small press in portland kingshot press but just the hoops you have to go through uh, to get a book published is insane, like insane. Good luck if you don't have a literary agent or you aren't already a, a known entity trying to get a book or you don't have a literary agent. So it's like the first thing you have to do is go get a literary agent and then they have to sell the book. And then there's all these changes and shifts. And it's just the creative process often gets drowned out by the business aspects of things. So uh, yay continued this. If a good, if a if a good like DC, okay. Uh, <laughs> so we're talking about Daniel Cherry here. He's DC. Um, if a good like DC can try me, then my reputation isn't bad enough. So it's just like he's calling DC essentially like uh, somebody that's kind of does everything right, is accepted, is part of the, the in crowd. He's kind of a, a goody two shoes or... Um, another like word that you want to throw out there with good as like the adjective. He's just kind of this guy that follows the rules. And it's like this guy is not adjective noun. Uh, this guy is like going at yay. And we still don't know necessarily what was said in the meeting. According to yay, it's just that Cherry kind of threatened him in some way and hinted at the fact that he ran with gangs in Philly back in the day and like look out yay <laughs> yay's just like yo this guy is trying me this guy's stepping to me like uh, my reputation isn't bad enough like I need people to fear me more than they're currently fearing me which I just Jesus is king just <laughs> going into the trash can i guess but telling uzi right in front of me um that back in the days he would have taken it to the hands so yeah i guess yay was with little uzi vert and uh, dc said to him like oh back in the day i would have fought you like we would be fist fighting right now uh and then emotionally blackmail me to get on the phone with his daughter <laughs> then start lying to his own child. I don't know when that happened. I don't know if that's something that's happened in the last couple of days after Ye started putting out these posts. Like, hey man, because we saw that Ye was sending text mes messages to DC. Maybe it was like, you're stressing out my daughter. You're like freaking her out with all this attention, yada, yada. Uh, then start lying to his own child. You ain't going to take this to the hands. You're going to take it to the hads. Uh, I got my New York Times cover ready for when you get fired. Jeez. <laughs> the New York Times cover being a reference to what he did with uh, Pete Davidson, uh, like the the headline of being deceased that he did with that and the Rorstack guy 
uh, Rorsted guy that was the CEO of Adidas from 2016, but is stepping down in the next couple months before 2023. So it's like, Ye is really mad. Uh, he says, I'm tired, but I ain't weary. I love war in Jesus' name. This is a quote he mentioned uh, the day before as something that his grandma used to say. Um, and he said that he was exhausted, but... Uh, you know, he's not weary and kind of mentioned that quote. So he's repeating it and saying he loves war in Jesus's name. So Selah, Salah, however you say that song title is kind of that same energy, right? Like we're going to go to war and that's like kind of biblical. Like if you read the Bible, there's a lot of like violence, <laughs> like a, a, a lot of violence. Um, so Ye is uh, getting to it and upset about the fact that like, yeah, people are treating me like I'm just this nice guy, but I need to be meaner if people think they're going to do this to me. And he's kind of sending a message like legally, right? He's destroying people through social media. Uh, I guarantee you'll have to relocate before I'm legally finished with you. Yeah, legally keeps coming up a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm Irving Azov 2.0 and it's that time of the year again. It's wartime. Every year, uh, Irving Azoff is an American entertainment executive and chairman of Full Stop Management and Global Music Rights, which represents recording artists and songwriters. Uh, so it seems like Azoff, uh, I mean, he's 74 years old. I know the name. Uh, he's been incredibly successful in things. Uh, he was chairman of MCA, uh, turning the label's fortune around. I thought the thing that kind of like, summed it up was this down here with Nicki Minaj. In 2018, Nicki Minaj accused Azoff of orchestrating a smear campaign against her upcoming tour. He later became her manager, <laughs> which that's just like, that's old school mafia way of doing things of just like, hey, I hear your tour is going to have some issues. You know, if I was your manager, it would have issues. And Nicki's just like, what do you mean issues? Everything's going fine. And Azov's just like, is it going fine? I hear people are talking some bad stuff about the concert. And he's like, she's like, who? Who's saying bad things? He's like, I don't know. But if I'm your manager, no bad things. No bad things at all. And he became her manager. <laughs> so uh, additionally, his performance right organization, Global, Global Music Right, manages most of her songwriting credits in his role replacing BMI. So not only did he become her manager, he then got essentially like her master's kind of thing. So, I mean, yeah, that's... Uh, that's some moves that Azov made. So Ye being like, yeah, I'm Irving Azov 2.0. <laughs> I guess Azov might use some tactics to get what he wants is what Ye is insinuating. Uh, so then we have this. I guess I could just click on the arrows. There's probably somebody that's watched the last video and this one that's just like, Chris, I beg of you, click the arrows. Just click the arrows, man. It's right there. Stop clicking and clicking and clicking. I figured it out. It took me a long time, but I figured it out. Uh, so here it's Cuddy in a dress. This is a real photo. Cuddy wore this as an outfit to the fashion awards. Uh, but <laughs> this was not who Cuddy was with. It's Daniel Cherry's face superimposed on Cuddy. Um, that is what Cuddy wore, right? I'm remembering that correctly, right? Okay. Uh, can somebody please throw an Adidas original logo on the picture before the stock drops? All you guys really got short-term memories. I need to have the worst reputation possible so none of you ever try anything ever again. Gap, you're next. I need to put my Instagram at AMC. 
I need to put my Instagram at AMC. I don't think I quite, is it just AMC meaning? I mean, he's talking about stock dropping and AMC had that whole thing last year, the movie theater chain with Reddit people essentially driving AMC stock prices up. Um, so maybe he's making a reference to that. Like I'm going to make my Instagram something that causes stock prices to rise and fall. Hmm. Um, but we have that. And then ah, I did it again. I didn't use the arrows. Uh, here it's Anderson Horowitz and he goes, caption the only VC I like and Cyrus. So Ye had called out venture capitalists, but he's coming back and saying, there are venture capitalists that I like. Uh, Andreessen and Horowitz is this venture capital group that was started by Mark Andreessen and Ben Horowitz. And you can see the two down here. These two are legendary. They've done so many things. Uh, they like just here you can see what they invested in skype was their first big one that made like a ton of money for them uh and then they also what was it the first venture firm that held stock in all four of the highest valued privately held social media companies facebook group on twitter and zynga wow <laughs> some of those names have not aged well uh horowitz has also invested in airbnb jawbone belly foursquare stripe so yeah, Stripe and Airbnb investments are huge. And then through Y Combinator, they've made, uh, the company invested a hundred million in GitHub, which netted over 1 billion for the fund when it sold to Microsoft. So it's just, these two have hit home run after home run after home run uh, over the years. So there's also personal history. You can see that Ben Horowitz has a blog where he often uh, refers to rap lyrics and he'll use the rap lyrics as principles for business. So he's not just a, a hip hop fan, but he's mixing hip hop with business. So here's one of the, the blog posts and you can see that he used dark fantasy as the quote in question. And in this article, you can see references yay at least one time. I thought there was a couple. Am I crazy? I thought there was, yeah, okay, yeah. It was Good Morning and New God Flow. So he's been doing this. This was a 2013 article. So I don't think there's a date. This was 2019. Okay, I won't let me scroll down to show you, but 2019, October 17th. And then this was a photo of Ye and Ben Horowitz. So Jeremy Castillo here, taken July 6, 2013. So right after Yeezus dropped, Yeezus dropped June 18th. And you can see Ye uh, wearing the Air Yeezys, which is awesome. Uh, and it just turned out, Jeremy says here, I was walking around my neighborhood and saw Kanye and Ben sitting on the steps of the San Francisco Ballet. We chopped it up about movies for a second. Movies, you say? Kanye snapped a pic of my vest and I snapped this pic. Cool guys. Awesome. So Ye has a, a personal connection with Ben, right? Uh, so that's one of the reasons he's praising them. Next one. <sighs> I missed it. <laughs> okay. Oh, Cyrus. I have no idea who Cyrus is. There's a Cyrus venture capital group, but there was no like person behind it. It was just like Israeli based venture capital group. Maybe. Maybe. Um, here, sometimes I dress like it's winter when it's hot because my outfit hot. 
I'm I'm a sweat before you catch me looking regular at the BET Awards. This guy that works at Universal asked me, was I hot? I told this guy, you work at Universal, LOL, which man, people that work at Universal, unfair to them. Uh, but people have been wondering about this for a couple years now as Ye's gone, it, like he's worn his winter wear in summer a lot of the times and out in like California, in New York, when we're talking 90 degree weather, he's just wearing like hoodie and long pants and boots. And people are like, is it he's sweating? Why is he doing this? And he's just like, yeah, my outfit looks great. My outfit's hot. I want to wear it. Doesn't matter what the temperature was. And I would rather sweat than look regular. Like I'm not going to dress comfortably for the temperature and look a little doofusy. No, I'd rather sweat. So <laughs> apparently the person that asked at the BET Awards uh, maybe asked in a rude way and Ye did not like it. Or maybe they asked completely politely and Ye did not like it. Regardless, Ye did not like that conversation. Uh, and then here, another. So he had requested the Adidas logo put on these photos and somebody did it. And he goes, hi, guys, I'm back. Sorry to take so long to post. Just had a good meeting with Kim about the schools. So that was the update about the schools. But on another note, I'm sure this pick's going to send Adidas stock through the ceiling. You're welcome, Jing Ulrich, who is on the board at Adidas and JP Morgan. So it makes sense now that when I wanted to uh, sell, JP Morgan was silent. So I think... I don't know what he wanted to sell, but I imagine that there's been contract disputes between Adidas and Ye for a little bit. Um, I, there was somebody that's in the footwear world that had some hot take posts on Twitter, but was saying that Ye hasn't approved designs for a couple years. And when Ye first signed his contract with Adidas, he had full creative control of the shoes and had final say on everything about like naming of the product and release and all of that stuff. So this person was saying that Ye hadn't approved anything in two years, that there had been that distance from him and Adidas. So Adidas just started doing things, wondering if Ye would approve, disapprove how he felt. And I don't know if that's true, but it sounds fitting for this situation. And maybe that's something with DC coming in. DC was the person behind that. So Ye's pretty upset that this guy has kind of been managing Yeezy and making the decisions at Yeezy without Ye's consent when contractually, legally, Ye was the one that was supposed to have final say. Uh, and maybe he was trying to sell Yeezy and get out of the contract or sell it to anyone, maybe sell it to Adidas and JP Morgan, who it seems he was talking to about the sale, went silent. Or maybe it's selling of something else, but I can't imagine JP Morgan caring if it was like his Wyoming property or something else. But because he was looking to sell Yeezy, that would affect Adidas. And because Ulrich is on the board of Adidas, She's saying, hey, don't work with Ye on this sale. Maybe that's kind of the the way that my head was wrapping around the, the bits and pieces of information that I've heard the last couple of days. Uh, so then you have this photo, which is Cuddy and DC. And this is the Rorstead guy that's the deceased CEO of Adidas. And Ye just saying, nah, this one, uh, y'all going to be bigger than Apple with these three. Yeah, like this is the team you want. Okay. And BRB Daniel gets the make made the meme, got the look from Ye. Uh 
And then here, Ye starts posting the board at Adidas. So this is Jing Ulrich, uh, exercise profession. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, hi, Jing. Call me your uh, BLM. Uh, call me your BLM Black Lives Matter handle. Danielson got my info. Maybe you can explain to me what he meant by take it to the hands. So like he wants Jing to call him because he's upset about Daniel and Daniel essentially saying, I will fight you or would fight you. Uh, but she's the managing director and vice chairman investment banking at JP Morgan Chase and also on the board of Adidas. And Ye just starts showing all of these people. This is Gunter Weigel. Uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. You didn't pay Daniel enough, hire better handlers. Uh, and then here we got Bodo Uber. Do you guys like stuff? Which Ye starts, I eventually he starts talking as if he's these people, giving them a quote. So I think this is essentially Ye speaking. So like the first ones were him like talking to the people. But at this point, I think he's like, he's being Bodo here and being like, this is what Bodo would say. Do you guys like stuff? Just very happy. Uh, independent management consultant, Munich, Germany. And then here, Michael Storl. Rice Krispies are yummy. <laughs> Something Michael would say, Rice Krispies are yummy, you know? Um, somebody was saying this was a Kid Cudi reference because there's some like eight second clip that Cudi posted years ago of him eating a Rice Krispie treat, but there was nothing really weird about that video. I don't know. Uh, and then Frank Scheideder, Scheideder, Scheiderer, Scheiderer. Okay, Frank Scheiderer. Uh, he says, anybody went 350s, we had our design team color them up without Kanye, I mean, yay. So like Frank's the kind of guy to say Kanye and then be like, I mean, yay. Uh, and then, yeah, anybody went 350s, we had our design team color them up without yay. So that's one of the things he's upset about. He's supposed to have final say, hasn't had final say, and you have all these 350s being released in colors that yay didn't approve of which like I'm looking just right back here at these blue 700s and I want to blue Yeezys for years and the closest we got to were the blue tints and when these finally came out I was like oh my god Ye's finally releasing blue shoes was it Ye was it it was Adidas just being like we should release blue shoes and it's something Ye disapproves of I now own Yeezys that Ye hates I love them though so <laughs> Uh, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. I missed the click again. All right. Now here we have Nassif uh, Sawiris. I was having a nice weekend until now. Yeah. Yay's causing some issues. Uh, and then Betts Roerig. Hi, guys. I make decisions at Adidas. We love Danielson. <laughs> uh, and then here, Catherine Menges. Mengis. Hi, everyone. Does anyone like Rice Krispies? <laughs> Uh, we make them in 350 colorways and DC black hat ways. Black hats matter, man. Uh, and maybe Rice Krispies is a reference to how some of the 350s are looking to Ye at this point or some of the colors. He keeps bringing up the, the colorways. And then Bastion Knobloch, uh, I'm not only a client, I'm the president. Uh, famous phrase from the Hair Club for Men which was an anti-balding product um, or hair regrowth product. And the CEO or president at the end of the commercial would show up and be like, I'm not just a client, I'm the president. And it was this 
catchy phrase that's been referenced in like a number of hip hop songs. Jay-Z, Ye himself has referenced it. So because Bastion is one of the hairless, <laughs> um, <laughs> it sounded fine in my head right before I said it and <laughs> actually saying it out loud. I mean, he has, he has the beard. He's not hairless, but... <laughs> uh and then here we have christian klein like how young's christian or how young does christian look like good, good job christian like whether you're old and look young or whether you're young and just on the board like good job uh i'm a sap i mean i'm at sap ducking autocorrect so you can see chief executive officer ce uh ceo sap se waldorf germany so <laughs> yay's just playing on uh, I'm at SAP, I'm ASAP, ducking autocorrect and using ducking because autocorrect always changes it. That's one of the most brilliant yay captions in terms of comedy that I've ever seen. I know people really like kind of the, the punny stuff. This is punny, but this is like clever. Uh, good job on this yay. And then... <laughs> Jackie Joyner Kersey, uh, foundation and motivational speaker. Jackie Joyner Kersey, Olympic gold medalist, uh, was a sprinter or just a track for America. Um, you all know damn well why they hired me. So you just, man, really not pulling punches here. But uh, yeah. Uh, and then Birgit Berman, member of the steering committee. Uh, he just said, um... And then Petra Auerbacher, <laughs> I'm deeply involved with creative direction. This one cracked me up as well and still cracks me up, obviously, as I was cracking up. But uh, you can see it's project manager, creative direction. And it's just like, what the hell does that mean? Like, what Your project manager for creative direction? Are you in charge of creative direction or are you project manager of creative? It's just a weird title. So it's just I'm deeply involved with creative direction. It's just really highlighting how stupid the title is. And I don't know, Petra, she might be really great at what she does, but just the title of what she's doing was not a great creative direction for whatever it is she does. Uh, but it reminds me of his quote about uh, Lady Gaga and cameras like, Lady Gaga is great, but what the hell does she know about cameras, you know? Uh, when she became, what was it, the spokesperson or creative director for Kodak cameras or something like that. Uh, and then Udo Mueller or Muller. Uh, I'm in charge of manager history management. <laughs> I can't make this up. So similar thing to like project manager creative direction. Uh, here you see it's manager history management. So he's the, he manages the manager history. no. History management, manager history management. He's in management of manager history or he's the manager of history management. Manager history management. It's so confusing because the history can be either. Okay, so manager can be an adjective that's modifying history, right? So he's the manager or a verb. Oh my God, this is blowing my mind in terms of parts of speech. So he's either managing history management or he is manager history management. I, this is blowing my mind. I had it and I completely lost it because I worked myself into a shoot. Oh my God. Anyway, 
it's absurd. It's absurd. It makes no sense. And Ye pointed it out. And then here we have Ian. You know why I like this? So we can see the progress we're making as we scroll. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm the executive director of... <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I forgot how much I like this one. <laughs> uh, Ian. Okay. <laughs> I I'm the executive officer of Group, and you can see it's pronounced like Chief Executive Officer Officer Group. There's an E at the end, right? Which feels very German, uh, or no, not German, Danish, Brussels. Where's Brussels? <sighs> I did this last time in a video. I forgot where Brussels was. Um, where? <laughs> okay. Uh, executive officer of group, pronounced groupie, uh, if you nasty. <laughs> uh, I wonder what kind of... <laughs> I wonder what kind of groupie y'all into. Uh, anyone? Bueller? Anyone? Anyone? Uh amazing so yeah it's group because of the e it looks like groupie and in the music industry a groupie is a very specific thing uh that often has connotations um you think about the song remote control and yay talks about like being up in the van they my only fans right the groupies <laughs> so it's pronounced groupie if you're nasty so if you have class, it's just group. But if you're nasty, it's groupy. Uh, but I like this guy because Lambert's down there, you know, and I'm I'm Chris Lambert. So it's good to know there's a, a whole thing carrying on the Lambert name. Uh, so we got that. And then here we have Thomas Rabe, uh, Rabe, Rabe. It's the chairman and chief executive officer, Bertzelman Management SE. And Ye said, and last but not least, but not not last. And after all of this, I bet Danielson get fired before me any wages, which anyway, I think it meant. So he, this is like the whole board of Adidas that Ye's calling out. And he did this a couple of years ago when he was mad at his contract situation. He started going to the higher ups, not just the the president of Viacom, but the capitalist group that owns Viacom and Universal Music Group and all of that stuff. So all those people. Uh, and now here we have him doing this uh, group thread. I forgot to look up Vincent. Uh, New planets on the way promise. So Ye is essentially like calling out all these people and being like, no, my squad. My squad is what's up. And we can go here to his squad. Um, oh, there was this thing. I forgot to mention this. At Cannes uh, back in... I think this was 2013 no 2014 it's right there uh yay did this thing with steve stouts uh and ben horowitz where it was technology culture and consumer adoption learning to read the cultural landscape so it's steve ben and yay uh all giving this talk which is pretty cool is this where they walk out yeah that's all three of them right there so if you want to watch this i guess just look it up <laughs> i mean i may link to it in the description but there's so many tabs here but uh so john pawson here john pawson is a british architect designer whose work is known for its minimalist aesthetic and we know yay's all about minimalism uh at this point so of course he likes him i forgot to look up kanye wants to hire you okay so that's from 2018 what's this 
Kanye wants to hire you. He's taking Twitter for reasons, blah, 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 blah. What do we got, John, here? Okay, West had in the past also collaborated with Family, a New York design firm that worked with Plus Pool, Virgil Abloh, The Office at Play Lab, 2x4, Arup, New Museum, The Storefront for Art and Architecture, MoMA, Adidas, Nike, Need Supply, Fool's Gold, and other prior to its closure, and London architect John Pawson on projects including set and stage design for his concerts. So that's <laughs> that's where John comes from. Uh, and then Claudio here, we see Claudio as the next name. Uh, it's Claudio Silvest Silvestrin, uh, who's a Italian architect and designer and a British citizen, 68 years old. Um, but Claudio and Ye have worked together a bunch. Claudio uh, designed Ye's New York City loft in 2007. Uh, and you can see here some of the, the minimalism to it, right? This like brutalist block. It's in the middle of the place, this bathroom, which is just, it is a bathroom, right? Uh, and then whatever this, <laughs> is that just like a kitchen? That's just a work desk. It's a cool place though. It feels very trance-like. Is that a bath? Is that a kitchen? I don't know. Okay. And then here, I wonder if this is actually new. We know that yay, this says like, Kanye West residence, Los Angeles, and it says subject to planning permission. So I don't know if the website's just outdated and they never got the planning permission, or if this is actually supposed to be the house that Ye bought across the street from Kim, his old mansion in Hidden Hills, Calabasas. Um, and we saw, we did a video about that property when he bought it. There was still the, the Zillow page for it and you can kind of look through the house. It was so old, it wasn't Ye style whatsoever. And there hasn't been any real updates on the house since he bought it and no construction or anything. And if it's subject to planning permission, that could be why that they've submitted these designs for it. And we know he also bought the place in Malibu, but this is not a Malibu house like if you've seen photos of the malibu house it's right on the street the beach is right behind it there's no room for this yard or the trees but the house in hidden hills calabasas by the mansion does have room for this that's a sick pool like what a design idea right that you just walk out of the house and it's this open air place and you just have the pool right there but then can walk back in the house over there like that space what space like Oh my God, I want to live there. <laughs> and then this staircase, that's the double staircase going down on either side would be sweet too. And this closet, like this design's awesome. But if you go back to the projects page, uh, just to kind of give it a look, you can see right here at the very top of the page, uh, Ye's loft is right at the top. If these are in any way chronological order, oh no, they're not. Okay, that completely... <laughs> That completely took it out. Was there a date there and I just completely missed it? Yeah, so no date. Okay. Um, so that's 2013. I was going to say this one's at the start and this one's near the bottom. So maybe that pointed to the fact that these are the recent ones or the ones at the bottom are the ones that are still being worked on. I don't think any of these have dates. So there's that. Yeah, did that say subject to planning as well? This project is new house situated in Geneva. So we'll see if that ends up like coming to fruition, but that might be a tease at uh, the house. And then Nicholas, uh, who you can see here, Nicholas uh, Balenciaga. So this is Nicholas, 
and this is his Instagram page. You can see down here him being at the Larry Hoover concert. And then right here, this interview that was done in pinup where it said Berlin-based creative director Nicholas Beldstein Czar and architect Andrea uh, Faraguna are behind the Balenciaga, are, are behind, okay, the Balenciaga architecture program. So all architects, all designers, um, and James Terrell, of course, you should know, if you're watching this channel, you should know James Terrell as Ye's been obsessed with Terrell since I think it was 2018. He started tweeting about it. Um, but Terrell is like a legendary visual artist who's known mostly for working with lights and spaces filled with lights. So yay, uh, talking about all of them and his team. Then he posts this, the art of yay, which is just the art of war, uh, by Sun Tzu, but he changed it to the art of yay and said, wrote a new book right quick. And he did say this is war right now. Right? So he's using tactics. He's trying to apply pressure. And then here, somebody, Yay Visions, shout out Yay Visions, made a Cuddy DC carrying a baby Pete Davidson. Nah, come on, guys. I love it. <laughs> He's really loving it. This is a, a mock-up of an Adidas cleat. Or not an Adidas cleat, a Yeezy cleat, right? So it says cleats for saints, Donda Sports. So it's a Donda Sports cleat that's kind of like a sock with cleats on the bottom. I don't know what they'll do with it there was a yeezy cleat back in the day that looked really cool it looked like the um, oh my god the original 350s like the turtle doves um but were really limited in supply and the last thing i saw was a mom saying that she bought her son the cleats and he broke his ankle immediately the first time he wore the cleats um but he's also wearing cleats from 2004 i don't know or 2014 in like 2020 but um it seems like Ye's probably working with some other people and this video with aaron donald up here is about uh the cleats so here tom brady ended up commenting on this post just saying uh anderson horowitz 100 percent brady's huge in investments and i imagine has worked with them and then Ye said, Tom Brady, in the comments, it's up. He must hate Skeet, too. <laughs> Putting words in Tom's mouth. Uh, leave him alone. Hi, North. I'm Skeet. Look at my tattoos. So Ye continuing this uh, routine of speaking for people. I'm a pawn set here to antagonize your dad in hopes that he'll do something illegal so we can take him out of your life. Uh, he had said back in the day, uh, kind of insinuating that Hulu... Um, had kind of arranged for Pete's like it was this thing that was done for headlines rather than as a, a serious thing. Uh, Hi, Saint. Look at my tattoo. I tatted your name on my body. I also have a Kid Cudi tattoo, but nobody knows who he is. I was like, he worked at the Bape store selling Daniel Cherry hats to tourists. Bringing it all together, right? Just coming back to Daniel Cherry again and again in the hats. Like, that's what a comedian does. Like, they find a target, they keep circling back to it, and the joke just the joke builds in momentum over time. Uh, but Ye and Cuddy have been beefing for a little bit now. So Ye continues to take some shots at Cuddy. And then Pete Davidson, as we covered in the previous video, had gotten a tattoo on his neck or on his neck over here that was Kim North. Uh, Saint, Shy, and Psalm, uh, the first letters of each name, just on his neck. And you can imagine how Ye felt about that. Uh, not happy. Um, and then here we go back. This has volume. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Oh, yeah. It's a. Uh, 
the damn Daniel. Damn Daniel. Damn Daniel. Uh, damn Daniel, son to DC. This is me being nice. I know what you did last summer. So Ye's still going after him. And then at least a bad reputation is a reputation. I'm going to show you what I do to DC. His name is now a verb. You can now say, don't make me DC this guy. What does it mean to DC a guy? If a super goofy ass guy tries to emotionally blackmail you and you legally destroy his life, that's DCing somebody. DC is the worst representative of Warden. Uh, take away his degrees. Damn. Uh, and Warden... What's it called again? Um, <laughs> there's that one guy that yelled at me for not remembering things in the middle of a video. This is a good example of it. But uh, the University of Pennsylvania Business School, it's not Warhol. It's not Warden, but it's it's right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, that's bothering me. But uh, DC went to University of Pennsylvania and went to their business school, which is this famous business school. And he's just like, yo, take away his degrees. He's a bad representative. And then here, uh, uh, Jesus TR made this meme that's all of the people from the board that Ye had post, uh, posted, DC, Rorsted, the CEO, and Cuddy, and Pete. So just like a mega meme, <laughs> like everything rolled into one. And Ye saying, what do you give the man who has everything? Memes of his ops. Love you guys. <laughs> It's true. Ye can buy anything, but he can't buy that. Only what we gotta do with the And then this so is Aaron Donald. More. Um, was he Super Bowl MVP? He was, what but Super Bowl champion. So I need a little bit more. The material, if it's a, if it's a soft material, I got wide feet, big feet. I, I, I want to be able to have my foot in there for all the cutting and stuff, so I won't be all over the place. So something with a material that's a little thicker i'm in the trenches so if i'm getting stepped on and stuff like that gotta be wider for my feet because my toe problems and stuff like that so it gotta just be adorable so something that can last you know what we gotta do with the so i need a little bit yeah so Ye's asking him what they have to do with the cleat to make it good and he's essentially saying it needs to have a little more defense to it if my feet are getting stepped on it needs to be just like a little more wider so my feet are comfortable. <laughs> uh, and right here, it does look like if somebody else wearing cleats stepped on you, you would be like, oh my God, that hurts so much. Uh, and then here, it seems like they're at somebody's birthday party. I think that's the same place as you can see kind of the, the white, the black trim, the windows, it looks like the same windows. Uh, but that's Jalen Brown from the Boston Celtics, also from sports, playing pool with somebody that's very, Wowed by the shot that they just had. It was very sweet. Is that a scratch? No, that's a made shot. Nice shot. Should be happy. Uh, and then here we have uh, Ye posting. What is this? Danielson, this is how they really feel about you. The board took themselves off of my page and left you for dead. Nobody loves or respects you. You should have never taken the job. So yeah, for a bit, these posts here all got taken down. And Ye actually ends up posting later in day two here, this photo right here. Your post goes against guidelines. Your post goes against guidelines. So this is what he's referring to of why these got taken down but dc is included so he's saying dc wasn't included but dc's at least one of the dc posts did get taken down but there's so many there's so many uh but he's saying that they got taken down and then here is another one uh steve stout 
who we just talked about as being like right here, right? That's Steve. Um, he comes in with this text message and he's just like, hilarious. <laughs> and yeah, he's like, that's from Steve Stout. You bum, no offense to the homeless. So he's like, yo, DC, you got Steve, like this legend Steve saying that's hilarious. Like DC, you're a bum. I don't think he's calling Steve a bum, uh, but no offense to the homeless. I'm saying even though he currently has a home, he's a bum. So bum, usually a term that's become more just like widespread, like, oh, stop being a bum. But it tends to refer to homeless or somebody that's begging on the streets. So he's trying to say like, no offense to the homeless. I'm saying even though he currently has a home, he's a bum. Uh, so apologizing, but still making the joke. And then Skyline's ablaze here said, Danielson disrespects the homeless by having a home, which is a classic kind of meme format, right? Where you say something like, Yay has spoken out about homelessness. DC hasn't said anything about homelessness, potentially pro-homelessness. It's that same kind of thing. Danielson disrespects the homeless, so he just kind of quoted it. And I think this was the end of the day. Just in case Instagram never... Oh, no, no, we're still, we're still far. This is the end of the day. Okay. Just in case Instagram never lets me post again, I need everyone to know one last thing. Black hats matter. And he's referring, of course to Daniel's hat. Uh, so making that one last joke, in case it's not clear, I'm not working with Danielson ever, uh, with Danielson. Everybody quit since he has been here. Putting weaklings in positions of artificial power demoralizes the whole team. I guess everyone will just blame Casper. Adidas, that's his first name, Casper Rorstead. Adidas, when I leave, I'm still going to take my 15% on the fake 350s you get a run. So there's been talk that Ye doesn't own the designs that he's done with Adidas, that Adidas continues to own the designs, which makes sense, kind of, um, even though Ye's, like, because he's working with Adidas and making them through Adidas, they're essentially like Adidas shoes. It's just he continues to have this high percentage stake in each and every sale of the shoe and has made a lot of money uh, because of it. So I think he's saying that you're going to continue to sell these fake 350s when I'm done and they're not going to be Yeezys, but you might still call them Yeezys or whether or not, but I'm still going to make sure I get the money that's owed to me because of the work that we did on these shoes. Um, and then here we get uh, Equin E. Rowe, or Rowe, attorney. And he goes, Adidas was paying the lawyer to change the contract. So I think this, uh, I think what he's talking about with the contract is the fact that Ye's supposed to have total creative control and final say on all product that's released. So maybe they had the attorney here working to move around that contract, or maybe it's something where not having to pay Ye if he leaves Adidas and just have 100% ownership of all sales, or maybe it's both something there, but it seems like because we know his initial contract said that he had final say and Adidas clearly has not been waiting on yay to give say they've been acting, uh, on their own that they maybe had an attorney kind of work through the language or find a way to get around the language of the contract. Um, 
So I have no chill. It's going to cost you billions to keep me. It's going to cost you billions to let me go. Adidas, you stole my designs amongst other things. So I guess Adidas does own the designs and that's what he's talking about when it comes to stealing. Like you had this lawyer change the contract and now I no longer own the designs uh, or just they're putting out product without his say. Um, amongst other things, I'll give you to Tuesday. I'm not waiting seven months to leave like the breach later letter I sent you. Uh, so it seems like yay gave them a seven month runway before he left. And now he's like, Nope, <laughs> you're in breach of contract and I'm going to leave sooner. Uh, refers to it's up now. I'm going to make things unbearable. And I promise I've only been playing nice. I know everything. I promise the fake shoes y'all sold behind my back in China everything those blue those blue 700s uh so yay's very unhappy and wants out of his contract and then here you have these uh balenciaga shoes that are leopard prints and it says rick aga yeezy we in the matrix we are the matrix Somebody that's more informed on shoe culture, could you please explain to me in the comments? <laughs> uh, completely forgot to look up Rick AGA, but it seems like there's something like context going on here that I just had would have no idea about. But we in the Matrix, of course, referring to the the movie and the Matrix kind of being this place of unlimited power and creativity like when neo's in the Matrix, he can do anything. And yay, for a number of years now has talked about the matrix talked about matrix attitude breaking out of the matrix being neo so it's something he likes to talk about and return to so yeah uh where are we okay here little dirk says don't let nobody play with you at all i stand on that uh don't play with me yeah so it's just kind of like reiterating this idea like little dirk saying like you can't you can't play with me and you shouldn't let anybody kind of like take the piss out of you or disrespect you you gotta like stand up when that happens and Ye's essentially saying yeah that's my attitude right now uh and then here when i'm head of adidas who should be my first hire gap i'll get to you next week <laughs> uh adidas is my focus for the weekend while on my way to see the weekend so he was gonna go see the weekend last night anybody don't like me i'll be at the concert with no security this is your perfect chance. Come and get me. So just kind of like really throwing out some stuff there, uh, kind of laying it on the table and kind of in a way laying it on the line. And he follows up with Danielson. I won't let up till you quit or get fired. You will never work in this town again. I've been waiting my whole life to tell somebody that it's a shame I had to waste it publicly on you. Oh man. And the disrespect continues. And then you have this here that's a blacked out name. I'm strapped. We good with the tear face and yay saying, ha ha ha. I knew that. So it's like, you know, people would be like, oh, I'm going to be at the concert with no security. How silly is yay? He knows people will try things. And it's like, eh, he's saying things, but that doesn't mean he's like clueless, right? Or does it have a strategy in mind or doesn't it like know something that other people don't know and i think that's usually a good rule of thumb to have with yay you might think he's saying something that's outrageous but you often don't have the context of what he knows or is going to do that makes what he's saying 
a lot more justifiable or a lot less wild than it seems. Uh, but this was the end of the night. He was going to go to the weekend concert and people figured out uh, they lightened this right here and it seemed like it was Cardi. <laughs> Uh, so that's who Ye was texting with and Ye was actually seen at, uh, oh, my brain's breaking. So Ye was seen behind the scenes at the weekend show and he was wearing these pants and he was wearing this outfit, right? Which is a huge change in color palettes from the last year and a half when he's just been wearing all black to kind of be in these pants and in this coats he still has the black hoodie and hats but he was backstage at the weekend concert and the rumor was he was going to go out on stage and perform unfortunately a couple songs into the weekend show weekend's voice went out and he canceled the show so yay did it get to see weekend perform knowing how all of us <laughs> have felt at one point in time with yay canceling shows um but he, people also did get to see weekend and yay perform together which would have been awesome but yay posted like this darkened photo from him behind the scenes and said unreleased hba um I don't know what HBA is, but I'm going to leave that for the next video because this one is long enough at 51 minutes. I thought this was going to be like a 20 minute video. So <laughs> we'll get to the rest of the day coming up, which should be much shorter. But actually, should we just keep going? Like we're this far into it. Mm, yeah, let's keep going. Okay. So here we have, I didn't do any of the prep for the next day because that was going to be a separate video, but love this thinking. So somebody had posted uh, deliberate W. Okay. The homeless need a backpack large enough to fit their whole lives into. The homeless need a place to charge their phone. Uh, the homeless apply to jobs and also chase dreams. If they can sleep comfortably and charge their phone, they can do both. The homeless need detachable pillow on their jackets. The homeless need wind, wet, frost, heat, climatized apparel. Do not stop designing until shelter and the cost of shelter is redundant and human beings can live mobile and off the grid as one. So Ye really liked that concept uh, and then posted unity in all communities and all of this. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's all great ideas. And we know that Ye has been thinking more and more about homeless and homeless causes he's donated but he hasn't taken like huge public steps yet but in one of the videos that we talked about previously uh when he was talking about flagship yeezy stores uh if they're even going to be donda stores flagship donda stores um they talked about them having shelters in some of the stores so yay really is thinking about the homeless in his design so this is definitely something that would appeal to him and then here he says uh somebody had added him we need the list of unapproved yeezys we the real yeezy army and we ain't buying colorways designed by <laughs> clowns uh, the fact Addy felt Adidas felt they could color my shoes and name them without my approval is really wild, but I promise everyone Adidas is not as wild as me. I really, really care about building something that changes the world and something I can leave to my kids. They tried to buy me out for $1 billion. My royalties next year are $500 million alone. Daniel Cherry Pop, Ye's discovered a nickname for DC. Daniel Cherry Pop makes $2 million a year. Yeezys are 68% of Adidas online sales. 
you guys thought because of DCP, Daniel Cherry Pop, went to the warden that he could politely give me a billion dollars to hand everything I built over. Yeah, that's not going to fly. And also probably like insulting to him. I get from Adidas's perspective, like we have what we want. We don't want to work with him anymore. Let's like get rid of him and just buy him out. A billion dollars is a billion dollars, right? Like what a steal. He'll be happy with that. And he's just like, no, this is about more than just like that number. And I'm already getting 500 million a year. I can just hang out for two years. What are we doing? And like, are you really going to stop selling Yeezys and cut out 68% of your online sales? No, <laughs> like if you're the CEO, you're getting fired if you do that. So yeah, uh, but Ye has not given us a list of unapproved Yeezys. Uh, and then here, somebody else. Um, oh yeah, there was this fake post going around uh, talking about like Kim and saying Kim had diarrhea a lot and making it look like Ye said it. And I don't know why anybody believed it. There's a few fake Ye Instagram posts and tweets that have been considered fact, the most famous of which, and it wasn't even a tweet or post, but it was the uh, Yay plays basketball against a handicap team and scores 108 points, <laughs> which is really funny as a joke, but a ton of people believe it's real, which is just incredibly sad. There was just another one I saw today that was Kanye saying that he was going to be streaming Taylor Swift's new album. And all these like Taylor Swift fans were like, is he really? He said that? Oh my God. Even Ye loves Tay. It's like, oh my God. So people were believing this. Like there were tons of posts being like, oh my God, Ye's a savage. And it's so over the top. Like he would never say this. And he addresses it. This was not from me. Someone copied my style of text and wrote something not funny. I know you, yeah, like diarrhea. Like, he would never write this. It's so like stupid. There's no cleverness to this. Like we just read through so many yay jokes and none of them sound like this. None of them. So, okay. I know you guys going to be disappointed, but I actually didn't write the tweet that said friends wasn't funny either, which is something he addressed on Joe Rogan. That uh, was something after Jennifer Aniston said something about like uh, Kanye running for president. Was it funny? There was a fake tweet that went around saying friends wasn't funny either from Kanye. Actually, somebody on Twitter, I was going to bring it up, but somebody on Twitter said it was them that made it. Uh, so we tweeted that I might post it to our Instagram, uh, as maybe like this was the person that did it, but shout out to them. <laughs> uh, but I wish I had, I'd love to know who thought of that. I like to post comments cause y'all is hilarious. I love funny people. And I think that's one of the reasons me and Skeet could have never been friends. Like that's a Kanye joke. This is not. I love funny people, and that's a reason why me and Skeet can never have been friends. Comedically, some of my favorites are me, Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg, so good. Okay, I know this is already an hour-long video, but we still have our side stories. Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg has a Comedy Central special that if you watch the special, he's just crushing for like 30, 40 minutes. And you're like, wow, that's amazing. Mitch Hedberg, just such an amazing, unique comic. What a guy. The crowd's eating everything up. I watched that set uh, like a decade ago and was so blown away by it. But the DVD, <laughs> I had a DVD of it, had the bonus that was the whole set, uh, that all the uncut material from it. And it turns out 
that the first hour of content was what was supposed to be the special and it bombed. Everybody hated it. Nobody was laughing. He's at like a recorded special and usually the audiences are like great for those shows because you know that you want to have a great audience uh, given that you're going to be wait. Okay. Given that you're going to be like recording this and putting it out, you want the biggest laughs that you can have. So you usually go against uh, record with an audience that is going to be favorable to your material. Nobody's laughing. It's just painful. And even Mitch Hedberg is commenting in the middle of the set, like y'all could laugh a little bit more. Like this is my special and it sucks. <laughs> like it's just, painful 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 and i think he leaves like he's done he says goodbye to people and then decides to come back out and keep going or either a couple jokes at the end finally start to get people to laugh so he does a uh it's not standing ovation what is it when people return to the stage uh encore he does an encore and comes back out and starts telling the jokes Every single one kills, and that's the special. So they actually used his encore, the the material that wasn't supposed to be used, that wasn't even going to be recorded or said at all for the special, as the special. And if you only see the special, then you just think Mitch Hedberg's a comedy god and hit the nail like every time, batted a thousand. But then you see the reality, and it's like he bombed for an hour and then somehow won the crowd over and killed for another 40 minutes it's one of the craziest things i've ever seen but really goes into the idea that even somebody as great as mitch hedberg had stand-up sets that just completely failed but he was professional enough genius enough at what he did to work through it so not everything is going to land 100 percent of the time even me doing this aside in a video is probably not going to land for a lot of people but <laughs> you just kind of like do your thing and hopefully like you know enough and have done well enough over time that you can navigate through to the material that will hit so just like don't give up you know don't give up keep going that's what you learn from mitch hedberg but anthony jeselnik who's hilarious but very like hedberg is very minimalist and bizarre and then jeselnik is just vicious he pushes the envelope a lot and it's hilarious louis ck controversial at this point um gerard carmichael deray uh deray davis uh the voice of the skits on college dropout and late registration jp smooth jp's hilarious mace uh elon musk fitty so now we're going beyond just like comedians right just like funny people justin leboy glc eddie murphy uh sakia sandifer chris rock larry david kevin hart and jumanji even that is just like you're listing all these people but then kevin hart has a specification kevin hart but only in jumanji and of course king david dave chappelle i like to fight with jokes sometimes you gotta laugh to keep from crying even when we're dealing with serious topics should be the funniest when it's true that guy that commented on my outfit really does work at universal daniel cherry pop really wore that hat uh yay so we have that and then uh anthony jeselnik's thoughts and prayers great stand-up you should go watch it immediately one of my favorite I would have thought Ye might have been a Bo Burnham fan, but I guess not. And then Church Girls, his favorite song on Beyonce's album. Uh, and then God Did on Rick Ross's album, or Rick Ross, DJ Khaled's album, the one that has the 
awesome Jay-Z verse on it. Uh, Song of the Year next to Wait For You. And then Essence uh, featuring Thames by Wizkid is best song in the history of music to date, which I've never heard it. Is it actually good? Is this like a joke or is this serious? I'll have to listen to it. Uh, and then here, Fortunates featuring the game, or no, con- featuring Kanye, but it's a game song. Caption, need to shoot a video. Um, me have game, have never, uh, so game and I have never missed, like literally have never missed, just like me and Pusha. Yeah, okay, video. Me and game have never missed, sorry. Not shoot a video, me. <laughs> uh, lack of punctuation can mess me up, but me and game have never missed, like literally have never missed. I love this song. I thought this song was fantastic. I thought Yeezy was, Yeezy, Easy was fantastic. So I agree with Kanye on this. Surprise, surprise. And then here we talked about this, the post that got removed. The Adidas board had Instagram remove their post off my page and they left Daniel Cherry Pop up there. They were using this black man to try to oversee the Pharrell project, my project, along with other projects that I will not mention out of respect. So he's still upset. And then here, the number. Ye was at 7,500 follows and then it dropped down to 7,497. And he said, Instagram allows us to follow only up to 7,500 people. So when I unfollow people, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I know all of us immediately went and looked, right? We're all just like, is Ye, is Ye still following me? <laughs> I did. He was. I don't know if he still is. But then he posted the board again because obviously he had to take all the posts down. So he's just like, no, I'm not going to be stopped. Actually, we have to go through these. Uh, God bless everyone. Instagram, please don't take down this post. I'm simply and kindly bringing light to the fact that Jing Ulrich is on the board of Adidas and JP Morgan Chase. There's no reason this post should get flagged. And then here, sending super positive love and good energy. Now, this is not Ye imitating them. This is just Ye being sarcastic. Like <laughs> Another post from Mr. Positive. These images are online. Should be no reason to remove them from my page. It's true. He's not giving away like personal information. The thing that made him posting the Forbes editor in chief uh, controversial was that he gave out the dude's personal phone number. This is just material online that's on their websites of like about us. So uh, Ye's just kind of saying like, hey, these aren't crossing any lines. All the best to everyone. <laughs> love and blessing should be no reason to take this off my page. All love here. So much positivity. Good vibes. Great, great people. <laughs> Good vibes. Peace. Yes. <laughs> sure is positive. Creative direction. <laughs> uh, that one's good. Okay, just one more. I'm tired, but I'm not weary. So bringing back the line. Yay, all the board is back up on my page. All love. Uh, so we did that. And then here we have... Uh, uh, DC the hat, you a weirdo. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and whoever running out of Dita trying to change the colorway, stop doing that. Y'all weird for that. DC the hat, you a weirdo. Stop doing that. Who's... Calling things out, out which is cracking up the room, as you can hear the laughter. And then here is another meme. <laughs> this one cracked me up because this meme has been around ever since, like for a minute. Like it was Yay and Pete, and then like with Cuddy on there and a couple other people. And Yay had Pusha, and maybe it was Yay and Drake at one point. But now they made it Yay and DC, and it's just Yeezys down the line. Like Yay designed this, and this is the Adidas ripoff. Yay designed this, and this is the Adidas ripoff. Ye designed this and they re-released the turtle doves without his permission 
and yada yada um so daniel cherry pop i knew by the jean jacket you were wearing when we first met that we <laughs> could never truly be friends it made me laugh and then i felt self-conscious because when i got my photo with yay i was wearing like a yellow t-shirt it's just like a a soft yellow what's it like not sunshine not this bright yellow but there's some name for it it's just kind of this nice soft yellow color but i wasn't wearing all black i was going to the genius premiere party and didn't wear all black i i knew the whole donda rollout right i knew that yay was in his like wearing nothing but all black he had us black out our profile pictures on instagram i was a fool and i'm sure he looked at me and was just like ah he doesn't get it does not get the aesthetic look at me right now i'm wearing a blue blue polo what am i doing what am i doing i'm a fool i'm a fool <laughs> then the zoom in on dc guys i need a new nickname by tomorrow for daniel cherry pop we need something special since this will be the last labor day he'll ever celebrate on labor day uh or he'll ever celebrate in terms of like being employed on labor day we celebrate the social and economic achievements of our labor force which dcp will no longer be a part of uh yay has really not let up he is holding true and then here kanye to the memes shout out to them new face of unemployment is uh one of the nicknames they provided for dc caption top five so far and then denim daniel uh daniel cherry pie i think i said the same thing like I think I said Daniel Cherry Pie. Hmm. Duncan Daniel, because he'll be lucky to get hired at a Dunkin' Donuts after you're finished with him. LOL. Yeah. Yay, Sarisky. Uh, good job on that one. And then Biza here, new nickname, NPCDC, which is really like, if you're a video game fan, this is fantastic because the NPCs, the non-playable characters are always the ones that are do-nothings, right? They're not the protagonists. They're not the antagonists. They're just the people that populate the area. And sometimes you could talk to them, but they're like the extras in a scene in a movie. So it's just like NPCDC. Huh. Yeah, I think that's what that's getting into. Or maybe there's another NPC meaning and I'm completely blanking on it and I'm just showing how nerdy I am. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> well, it's on video now. No going back. So those are all the posts. We are caught up. It only took an hour and eight minutes. Uh, oh no, there's been more. There's one more right here. This was an hour ago. Hi guys, it's the face of unemployment, AKA the face wishing everyone a happy day off tomorrow. I'll be in retirement, which is a nice way of saying I'll be unemployed. Man, is that another one of his photos? So he has two photos in the hat? Why would you have two photos in the hat? And why would you have the like... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I can't even... How do you get that look? It's like a knowing. Is that it? Oh, man. Okay. Hour and nine minutes into this video. Until next time, stay wavy. Keep it loopy.